Previously on In the Moment. Listen, the IRS has me on speed dial, okay? Uh, I know, right? That first one, that first fight you have with them? Listen, they punch boop, hard. Boop, boop, boop. I can't fight as good as I thought I could. <laughs> they start calling from different numbers? Yeah, hold up. They start talking to you in slang. Hey, what's up, Mo? You good? It's the IRS here. I just want to let you know. <laughs> Yo, fam. How you even get this number? This is my trap phone. How you call my trap phone? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the IRS different. Stop saying no. they they like candy man. Stop. Don't say that shit, man. <laughs> hey, pop up I think I see ass. somebody outside. Do we know this person? <laughs> Wait a second. Hey, <laughs> you, have you? Okay, so in the morning, right? Like you've been missing it. So in the morning, when he comes in, right? He'll come in and everybody's in there and stuff. And then Tommy just rolls in. He's like, what's up, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's so accurate. That is so accurate. Or you say that, or you say party people, I think. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Yo, your Tommy is incredible. I've been listening to Tommy so much, so that's why I'm it's just... So, it's so comforting. And and it now, is. being in a position where I have somebody in my ear, I wear an IFB. Yeah. And it's not as comforting as Tommy. No? No, no, no. What does the voice sound like? Is it Siri? Alexa? Which one of them is it? I can't answer the question right now. Oh, I'll... you don't like somebody. Oh. <laughs> and that is how we are going to start part two. Welcome to the moment. <laughs> part two. I'm in the moment. It is lit. All right. Stay in the moment. Back, baby. I know exactly where we started. Yeah. But before hey. that, we left off. Check. What? I'm in the tell the people where we left off. Oh, we left off talking about the pandemic. And throughout the pandemic, you should have pretty much picked up on two things. One, life is precious. We all losing a lot of family, a lot of friends, a lot of loved ones. It's real out here. Yes. Hug your friends and your family. Check on your strong friends. Yep. That's important. And then two, it kind of slowed everybody down a bit so that you can kind of figure out what your thing is. Mm-hmm. What you need to do to get to it, mm-hmm. right? Stop blaming someone else. What someone else ain't doing for you, because I know a lot of people go through that. Yo, this person's not there. That person's not there. No, no, no. Sometime at the end of the day, you're gonna realize it's just you. Right. You gotta have your own back. Yep. And I feel like a lot of your journey, which you told on the first part, put that on display. Yep. You see what I'm saying? Yep. And so that's big. So, shout out to you, man. Man, listen, and and honestly, I appreciate you saying that, but I think I think it's just as important to throw it back to you because I think obviously seeing what's transpired in your life the past year has been nothing short of amazing to watch. And also to add to the pandemic, I think if we walked with anything, we've got to give people their flowers while they're here because mm-hmm. we don't know how long they're going to be here. Amen. And so I think watching you, bro, it has been it's been amazing. Like I just remember sitting behind you when you first got here in that old studio. Now watching you do this show, still listen. I still listen to this show, and and, and just the the comedic timing in it, it is flawless. <laughs> it, is. It, it makes me wonder. I'm like, how did the show happen bef- when he wasn't here? I appreciate. Like that. it's it's just such a voice that's needed. Obviously, for real moments, considering what we've navigated as a country for the past couple of years, but even for the comedic relief of just what you bring to the table. It 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 just works, bro. And I and it's it I think I have a different listening ear not working here anymore and just l- being back to just being a listener. Mm. It just com- it hits different. And then I think also too, I mean, got to mention the show that you added you and Jade. I mean, what the heck, bro? You do that? <laughs> and then that you do that. That is off the chain. What? I think you. Like I just 
I just really think that it's important to give you your flowers. And we mentioned this, too, just um, before we started recording. But you gave Katie and I an opportunity that not a lot of people would ever even do. Absolutely. And that's just to say, hey, I think I want to launch a podcast. Y'all want to come on and try it with me? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, but this is your podcast. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. It was the, the the opportunity that you gave us to also just share our, our regular voices. For me, it yeah. was more so my casual voice where I could just – Come on here, kick shit with y'all. For yep. sure. And just say, look, this is how we doing. This is how Boom. we living. And that opportunity alone was amazing. Like, you didn't have to do that. You didn't have to say, hey, you could have just been like, no, nah, this is my podcast. My <laughs> podcast only. You know? Yeah. But the fact that you allowed us in your world is amazing. Well, I appreciate it. I appreciate y'all. You know, um, thank y'all for saying that. You don't have to. Listen, for me... Timing is everything again because we're coming off of me talking about my journey and what I went through. And I just never forgot what it was like to know that you had something to share, Mm -hmm. to know that if you just got an opportunity, you would create something. It would be different. And it's unfortunate that, especially in the black community, we call it crabs in a barrel. Everybody who gets an opportunity doesn't always reach back to help somebody who needs an opportunity. You kind of get there and you, you somewhat forget what it was like when you were the person who was looking for the handout. Mm-hmm. And that's why to this day, when someone says they have something to share or I've done something for them or they want to tell me something, I stop. I don't care what I'm doing. Everybody around me is like, nah, you got to not do any of that. This is a moment. This is real. I never looked at it like, oh, nah, I don't want to give y'all a chance. This is me. Why? Right. When you really break it down, like, why are people that way? Fam, you're here for as long as you're here. Yep. Oh, we all lost. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's a lot of us that walk around like we better than somebody, like we've accomplished more than somebody, like we deserve more than somebody. At the end of the day, we are all lost. Mm-hmm. I just saw a T-shirt the other day that I loved because it was like three skeletons, and it was like we all the same. Yep. So when you think about it, at the end of the day, that's how we all look. Yep. There's no color on you. There's no resume. There's, You know what I'm saying? It's just like you take your legacy with you. Mm-hmm. That's it. Nothing else is there. So for me, when I felt like there was a genuineness between the three of us. I didn't care about shit else. Right. Let's open these mics. Let's talk about it. Let's see where it goes. Yep. And I think it went pretty damn well. I mean, it was just crazy thinking back to those episodes. I mean, we used to act a fool, number one. All the time. Had a ton of fun, Mm. but there were real talks that came along with it. I mean, there were times y'all would hold me accountable for something that maybe I did wrong. There were things that I would go to you about and get advice on things that I just... You know, as as a white man in society, there's things I I don't know. I need to be more aware of. Period. You know, and I think, man, we had real conversations, and it, and it was so organic. It was so authentic. It did not ever feel forced. And I think what's cool about this moment today is, is we're right back there. Mm. Nothing feels like I'm having to uh, try. No, nothing. It's just we're just talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it just works. You know, it's funny because a lot of we all have our own insecurities, right? Like, no matter where you are in life, Mm -hmm. that's one thing you will learn. No matter what someone does, no matter where they are, we all got our own shit that we're dealing with and we're trying to make up for every day. And those are the good people, the ones that care. You know what I mean? Like, there's some people who don't give a shit, right? But one of the things I will always give to Bert, and if he were here, he would tell me to stop. He doesn't like when Mm -hmm. I do this. But it's real. When I first got that opportunity to really be myself and shine on the Bert show, I didn't think it was possible. I was like, I don't think this is the room for me. I don't know. Like, I was feeling the pressure of, nah, we missed the old guy. And I'm like, I've been here for three minutes, but fine. That's what we're going to do, right? right? Mm -hmm. And I felt that pressure. 
And even at a time when I didn't believe in myself, when I couldn't find it, when I was calling my grandmother, we were talking about this earlier. Yo, I'm out. Bird still believed in me mm-hmm. for some reason. I couldn't even understand why. Like, I'm like, fam, we tried it. Yep. Not the guy. It's not working out. And he's like, man, give it time. You'll be fine. It's a slow burn. Yep. Try easier. That's what he said to me. Yep. That's Bird's way. That's that. his he thing. Always says it. Try easier. And he just pissed me off because I'm like, what? What, yeah, what, that, what does that even easier? mean, fam? I've been, How? Maybe I've, been, I've been being told it's, to try hard my whole way. life. Whole it's, it's life. That don't make no fucking sense. It's two things. He says, try easier and put your radio antenna up. Where, what, where yeah, the where, hell where, is where, antenna, where antenna coming from? Where is it, man? I ain't I'm seen an antenna since a Buick in 95. Where am I find an antenna? <laughs> <laughs> All right. But, yo, it, it eventually made sense. It didn't make sense in the moment. Right. But it made sense. Like, stop. Yeah. Stop trying so hard. Yep. Like, it's all there. All, yep. And all you need to do it is be yourself. Yep. Because this is your purpose. This is what you was put on earth to do. Yep. I was put on the bird show. Yep. You know what I'm saying? That, that was my moment. Now, just be you. And that was the hardest thing to figure out. But that's why you kind of always need just that one person to believe in you when even you don't believe in yourself. Yep. That shit will change everything for you. Everything. Yeah. And I think now, even part of my journey now, there's so much that I can learn from you because... It's almost a similar situation. Obviously, way less people listening, way less people involved trying to speak into your life. But, you know, the, the guy that I replaced, I mean, he had been there for a long time. Right. And so that, I mean, I, we used to talk through it, and I couldn't understand it because I didn't know what you were going through coming in and replacing yeah, someone. Yeah, yeah, But now I'm like, yeah, like th- that stuff plays with your head, man. It does. Like, it, it, as great as an opportunity as it is, don't get me wrong, it's like, but when you read those, I miss so-and-so, or where's so-and-so at? He's not like so-and-so. That stuff messes with it you. It messes with you. You hear this in relationships, right? Like someone who dated someone, maybe they passed away, and you're trying to compete with a ghost. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what it feels like. Yep. How am I supposed to compete with this person who has done what they got an opportunity to build yep. this rapport between themselves and the listeners? I haven't even gotten that chance. And then I'm black. So I'm walking in here like, how can I fill these shoes? This is not even possible. They're mm-hmm. not going to like me. They're not going to like anything I have to say. They don't understand my struggle, where I come yep. from, what I deal with, what I go through, the way I talk, the way I move. I'm All of this shit is in my head. Yep. And then I'm going online and seeing, oh, we miss Brian. Mm-hmm. And I got to go to sleep at night. And people, a lot of the time, don't realize when we're put in this position to entertain. Michael K. Williams is a perfect example. Unfortunately, you pass away in this world, and what do people do? They say, oh, you overdosed on drugs. They don't care that you were a celebrity, you have a following, you have a fan base, you don't even know if this information is true. They are just so quick to put these things on you yep. and not even know who you are. And that's what I felt when I first got here. When I first got to the bird show, I was like, y'all don't even know me. Nope. Y'all haven't even given me a chance. Right. Yeah. They didn't care. Nope. They didn't want to hear all that. We miss what we miss. You don't look like that, so you're out of here. Yeah. And you got to continue to tell yourself through all of that shit, I was put here for a reason. Mm-hmm. Let me keep staying focused. Yep. And you felt that. Oh, my gosh. 100%. I mean, and, and also, too, I mean, and, and this business specifically, a lot of people don't even give you a chance to tell your story. Right. They just see you for, you know, face value, whatever you bring to the table, and it's so, and you just and you just chop it up to that. And it's like, why can't you just give me a chance? Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people in this business won't give you that. It's just like, oh, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to frame the narrative of who I think you are based yep. off my perception of you and my insecurities. And it's like, look, I, I don't have to, I'm not responsible for, for your perception of me based off your insecurities. It's not my business. I'm not. What you think of me is not my business. No. When I finally got that, hey, let me tell you something. If you struggling dealing with the opinions of people who don't know you, I am here to tell you to stop. 
Mm-hmm. That shit don't matter. Nope. We are here for bloop, a blip of time and then we're gone. Yep. And so many of us spend a lot of that blip of a time worrying about what someone think. That ain't your business. Mm-mm. I always, <laughs> I'm insecure about pronouncing this man's name. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Ed Sheeran. Okay. Hey, oh, hey. hey, he did great. You That's better work on the Come first on show. Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. Come My on bad now. Habits leaps. Hey, I'm different. Back in the day, I would have just said Ed, but see, I leaped. You mm. got it. You got a leap in the church. Say a <laughs> leap. <laughs> Look to your neighbor and say, say a leap. leap. If he would have looked at us and said, "Y'all know Ed." Y'all know, y'all know Ed. Katie, yeah. right. Ed. 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 But. Ed, Ed, Ed and Eddie? Ed? <laughs> Does Ed work here? Is Ed, so look, we were talking to Ed. <laughs> nah, he was on a bird show and, <laughs> and Bert and Kristen interviewed him. One of the things he said that I remember was he talked about how he doesn't like to go to any of the parties. Not his thing, he's not with it. Creates his own party. Mm-hmm. Literally goes to a bar, buys it out and says, I'm cool here. Whoever wants to be with me will come here. Wow. I'm not doing all that. And it made, like, yo, I felt that. Yeah. Because this industry, let me tell you, if you're not in this industry, whether it's radio, music, whatever it is, TV, I'm sure it's no different. It's entertainment. Mm-hmm. Everybody don't have your back. Ooh. Everybody's mm-hmm. not thinking the best of you. Mm. Some people are for self, cutthroat, Man. jealous, envious, what? stealing your shit, but then claiming they don't like you. It's weird. It's like, what? What, what was that? Oh, what, huh? But why? Don't understand it. It's like, you don't know me. I did not like me. What, what did I do to you? Right. All I did was show up to work. Right. Mm. Try to do my two. And just lo- try to do a but good job. I try to do my one, two thing and go home. My dad always told me, if you don't have haters, you ain't doing nothing out here. Yo, and, and as real as that is, because yep. you hear it all the time, it takes a while. Mm-hmm. For, yeah, for it to sink in. sink in. Yep. You got to process it. And it's not easy in the moment. When you Hell when no. you go so far to do things for people, and all it takes is for for you to you to get an opportunity that maybe they wanted, mm-hmm. it just turns in the blink of an eye so quick. And the whole time you're thinking, man, what did I do wrong? Fam, they will ha- they hate you. Like, but that means what are you doing right? The fact that you have someone who was willing to take energy and time out of their poor miserable day, yep, to hate on you. That's real. But when man. you are not mentally equipped. To deal with it or see it like that, it messes you up for a moment. Oh yeah, I mean, what I, are you so mad at me for? And I'd be crazy to admit that I I figured it out. I mean, there are days that it gets. Oh, me. I ain't figured that one out. I yet. mean, there are some days when you entertain it long enough, you it starts to affect with you a little. Like you losing sleep over it. Literally, shit. And yeah. You just and it just because I think when you don't grow up that way, when you don't grow up with the idea of like. Oh, that person has it better than me. I want to hate them for that. Right. It does. It makes it a little bit more difficult to comprehend why they would look at you that way. You don't understand it. Because I'm going to be honest with y'all. I've never experienced jealousy. That's not, I, I don't know what that feels like. Yep. Ooh, I envy you. <laughs> this is great, though. This is great because I, I want to understand more. And it's not that I've never experienced jealousy because I think I'm so great. Mm-hmm. I, I've just always kind of had the mindset that what's for me is for me. Right. Like, what's for you is for you. You yep. got nothing to do with me. I wasn't meant to be the best basketball player on the planet. I'm not hating on LeBron for that. That just wasn't my calling. Mm-hmm. I'm focusing on what was for me. Right. And I'm going to kill this shit. What, what makes you be jealous of someone else? It's when you, well, for me and the struggles that I've been through, if I'm jealous of someone else, it's because it goes back to comparison. And that's the only reason why. Mm-hmm. And that's the battle that I just started to learn that you got to stop doing. Mm-hmm. But it's because I'm so 
I'm so filled with trying to compare myself to why am I not where you are and you are doing this and that and you aren't even like me. You don't even have the same work ethic as me. You don't even do the same things, but yet things come easier for you. Yet mm-hmm. I know I put in more work than you. Then that's when the jealousy starts to build. And it it's only taken me, honestly, in the last year to learn that, hey, girl, chill out. It's okay. Mm. Some right. things come differently for different people. And you you need to stop comparing yourself. And I've, I've always done that. And that's always been my problem. Yeah. You know what might have saved me from that? Was there was a time my grandmother told me straight up because she was big on me understanding what was going to come and what I had to see and what I had to deal with. And I'll never forget the day she told me, as a young black man, you have to realize that when you go out here and you work and you try to get whatever it is that's coming to you, you're going to have to work twice as hard to have half as much. Mm -hmm. And I remember her telling me that. And for whatever reason, that always stuck with me. So I always would see people who have more, who gave less, and I just kind of remembered my grandmother's words of, oh, okay, I got to work a little harder, that's Mm -hmm. all. You know what and, I mean? Because what's coming for me is so much more. And for you, that's different because you realize you understood the lesson by hearing that, right? Right. I heard the same thing. And mm-hmm. I took it as, why? Mm. <laughs> like, no. You questioned it. Shouldn't it. Be, I yeah. questioned it. Yeah. And that's why. It's like, no, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't have to be that way. The hell I got to do all that for? Like, why? And now it's starting that's to fair. click. You know, why it is. Yeah. It is what it is. As you get <laughs> you older, know? you're starting to see yeah. why that lesson was applied to a as lot I of us. As I get older and mature. I'm learning that this is why. However, when I first heard it, I was like, no, right. that's not fair. Mm-hmm. You know? And then yep. you start to build up that resentment. And I think it's important it. to mention, too. Like, I, I can't even add to this conversation because I think what you and no, Katie both you, experience. I'm going to tell you why you can, though, because you have a lot of black friends. You have a lot of black peers, right? So I'm, I'm curious to that. Mm-hmm. As a white male, did you feel that from your black friends? Yes. I mean, it, it was, it was it, you know, I think for a while, I think obviously maturity comes with that and so you you start to kind of put the pieces together of how messed up this world is Mm -hmm. and how sad and unfortunate it is and so I think that's why hearing you say that it it breaks my heart because it's one of those things like that that was not my reality my mom never told me you're going to go and have to work twice as hard based off the color of your skin that was not that was not what I grew up I learned that though because I had black friends you know I think honestly honestly man I just think that it's, it's the part of my childhood I'm so grateful for because I think it just, it gave me a sense of wherewithal that I think a lot of, you know, a lot of my white friends don't have. And I think over, over time, you know, you know, lack of, lack of surrounding can sometimes lead to ignorance, mm-hmm. you know? And I think in, in, in this case, it's, it's given me a, 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 a new appreciation for my black friends mm-hmm. and what they've done um, because you, you don't have to tell me that. It's not your responsibility to tell me what you've had to navigate in this world that's not for you. It's not. That's my responsibility. But because you choose to be so graceful and because you choose to share that with me, it makes me better. And so I have nothing but gratitude and respect for the black friends in my life who've chosen to say, hey, look, this is my experience. And by y'all simply sharing that with me, it has been revolutionary for me. That's dope. Well, let me ask you this because – I'm curious to how your experiences have been with this. I have a best friend. One of my best friends is white. This is my dude, right? And we were having a conversation one day about Justin Bieber. And he basically asked me and another guy how we felt as black men about Justin Bieber being the artist he is. Is he actually appropriating the culture? Mm. Because he had Martin Luther King 
as his intro on his new album, but then his album had nothing to do with Martin Luther King. Mm -hmm. And it was an interesting question because Justin Bieber has the videos of using the N-word when he was younger, and that's all, like, all of these things have been in the question. Right. You've seen him doing push-ups in the hood, playing basketball in the hood. A lot of his music comes from our culture. Right. And he asked us how we felt about it. And I was honest. I was like, I'm torn. Mm -hmm. And the reason I was torn is because if I'm looking at it from the outside, it looks like something that, as a black person, I should be like, not with it. Right. Right? But with the fact that I grew up next to a white guy who is embedded in black culture, and it's not from a standpoint of he's trying to gain something from it. He just appreciates it. Yeah. That's my dude. Yep. I could talk rap with him. I could talk black culture with him. He's never said the N-word around me. He's never been racist. He never gave me any of that. He just gets it. Right. You can't do that with a lot of white men. Mm-hmm. But I can do that with him. That's my dude. You have that to where there are black people who will look at you and we can have conversations with you that we can't typically have with the average white man. Would you agree with that, Katie? Absolutely. So do you feel like those judgments, has that been a part of your journey in being the white guy who, who people would say are stealing from the black culture, if that makes sense? Because I never saw that in you. Mm-hmm. But I don't know Justin Bieber. Maybe he's the same guy that he literally grew up in it, and he just appreciates it, and he's not appropriating it. That's yeah. just what he knows. And sometimes, as the white guy in that position, you get judged mm-hmm. from the outside in a way you shouldn't. Is that an experience of yours? Oh, my gosh. I mean, I, I, yes. I, I, was, I was judged for having black friends. I mean, there, there was, there was a prime, there was a, a large group of, you know, because, you know, at the time, obviously, you know, you have, you have white friends over here. And majority of the time, my entire friend group, I was oftentimes the only white person in the friend group. Right. And so the other white people in, in my school, a lot of them were like, why, why do you hang out with them? And I don't think it was a question of, I don't think they meant any malicious intent behind the question. But oftentimes, sometimes questions can be ignorant when you just don't know. It's just an ignorant question. Yeah. yeah. Why would you even ask me Why, that? You Why is this that? even a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why is it a topic? Thing? Yeah. And so, yeah, I think, you know, and, and, and honestly, I think naturally just growing up, I, I just, I, I gravitated more to, 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 to that culture. And, and there was a, a true appreciation for it, whether it comes to, you know, camping out for Jordans and, and going to get those and then going into fashion, um, you know. You, and You have a collection. The art. Does he? I mean, let's let's get to music. If he wore my size, it would have been a problem. Yeah, I've been trying to fit your shoes for forever. Okay. Sasquatch over here. What size shoe do you wear? Uh, 11 and a half. Damn, I was about to say 14. Come on, man. <laughs> I was going to say 13. I- <laughs> See, thank oh. you, Katie. Well, if this lady's listening, let me tell you something about me. <laughs> hey, you might think that. You know? <laughs> That's the thing, though. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, too, and I think it's just an overall, like, I I think it's one of those things. As a white man, I will never know all of it. So it's it's important for me to surround myself with a diverse diverse group of friends. Because I think even with, you know, all that transpired last year from from the protest here in Atlanta, Mm -hmm. you know, George Floyd, and many of those things that happened in culture, I learned something new every single time from that. And so I wouldn't, though. I wouldn't have won if I would have just turned it off and thought I knew it all, or two, if I didn't have black friends. Right. You know, and, and, I, and I, th- I just think, you know, if you're, a, if you're a white person and you have black friends in your life that are willing to share this stuff with you, you've got to appreciate them. Because like I said minutes ago, it's not y'all's responsibility. Mm-hmm. It's not. I got mm-hmm. Google. I have books. 
that that that's that's where you know it comes from. There's nothing wrong with picking up a book to learn something new. Um, so yeah, I I think to answer your question, yeah, I think there there have been people who kind of you know look at you that way. I mean, we remember that moment when uh, there was a time that I had slipped up and I said something out of context on the radio. On the Burt uh, Show. On the Burt Show. Yeah. And it was just a simple, I mean, it was just a. Colored. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and, it, and it was you didn't because. You people of color. Yeah. You said the other one. I, I got so in my head that I was going to, that I was going to say the wrong thing. He was right. overthinking And it. you and I had That's a conversation all. afterwards. And, I, and I was like, I was like, I was trying to find another way to say black people because I didn't know if I was allowed to say black people. And you were like, why would you think you're not allowed to say black people? And you're like, just right. say black people. Yeah. You're like, That's what I am. And you got in your head. Just say it. But see, that's the perfect example of like, that's what I learned something in that moment. Because as a black man, the moment, if I didn't know you and I heard that, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not rocking with Blake. That's what we do. As black people, we got to admit that we're doubters. We doubt everything. We doubt our own people. We doubt everything. I don't believe you until you give me a reason to believe you. So as a white man, if you say something or you do something at some point, that's it for you. Mm-hmm. You don't get another chance. Right. But then you get to meet someone who is embedded in the culture, and it's not because they're appropriating it. It's because they love it. But I know you. Mm-hmm. So in that moment, I'm like, nah, because I, I had to, like, call the dogs off for a lot of people. Oh, my gosh. Like, yo, he tr- trust me. Right. Like, fam, I've been in studios with him. I've been out with him. We've been, I've been cars with him. We've drunk. We's, like, I, I know him. He right. ain't mean that. But if we look at the Justin Biebers of the world, it took me, because at first I was ready to write Justin Bieber off, too. <laughs> right. He had a whole hook using the N-word. He made a song of it using the N-word. But I'm like, I don't think that's him. Yeah. And sometimes that's hard to say as a black man because then you got to go home and deal with the black men who don't have a platform. Mm-hmm. And they go, you really, you went on your platform and did that? And said that. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But in knowing you, I'm like, that didn't even phase me. Right. Because I've actually been around you. I know you. And I don't think we always give people that leniency. Mm-hmm. And if you... I just want the truth in everything you say Pain inside my heart that you can't take away I really ain't concerned with the haters Nigga, life is what you make it Ain't really nobody else to blame I'm sliding head first in the second base I'm ten games back in the month of May Who would have thought all the struggle that I'd have overcame To get that ring, ice my chain, ice the cane, switch my lane yeah, I've been on my focus trying to get it Removed all of the people that was acidic from my life If it really is a God, please guide me through these nights If you really was my dog, I hope you help me find the lights It don't matter how lost you are, my nigga, this for life I never let you fall or be forgot to the end of time No question in the place, a situation, I'm alright 100 by your side, if you need me, hit my line Yeah, if you need me, hit my line Yeah, if you need me, hit my line if you need me, hit my line. 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 If you need me, hit my line.